Welcome to The Irony of Beauty, a weekly podcast hosted by skincare experts Fiona and Rose. They love a good chat and sometimes a heated debate about all things skin and nutrition, calling out scaremongering, misinformation and misleading marketing in an ever-confusing world of beauty and wellness. Please note the information provided is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace qualified medical advice. Well, today, Rose, we are doing a little bit of a follow-up. We road tested a couple of treatments. And I think past podcast, a couple of podcasts ago, we spoke about PRP. Um, I know it was something that you'd introduced to the clinic. And yes. you were raving about it, but you were about to have a treatment. And you are looking rather radiant and glowing. I think we're going to talk about that today. And I was going to talk about a treatment that I've been having as well, which is the cold plasma treatment, which, to be honest with you, I knew nothing about. And um, hopefully I'm glowing too. I can tell you are. So it's done something for you. I can't wait to hear about it, actually. Um, you know me. I'll always take one for the team. I'm always <laughs> trying treatments. Every time on my Instagram, it's like I'm having another treatment somewhere else and trying more skincare. But I do like to be able to, if if we're giving our opinion and we're giving advice, I think it's really important that we've actually tried the treatments or tried the products. What drives me insane is when somebody gives you their, they, they say, oh, that product's rubbish. And like, have you ever used it? No. And it's like, well, how do you know then? Like, if I'm going to ever tell you about a skincare product, I will have tried it unless it's got something in it that I just know is just absolute rubbish and I wouldn't use it. But quite often I think particularly skin therapists, dermal clinicians, they can be quite snobby about skincare and quite often they'll say, actually they'll say misinformation about a skincare because they don't understand just because somebody bought it from Sephora doesn't automatically make it bad. I think we need to, first of all, try the product, understand the ingredients before we give our opinion. And so I'm, I'm very big, as I know you are, on that as well. Yeah, it's important not to judge, but I don't um, I don't bring anything into the clinic unless I fully know about it, understand it, and have tried it. So I'll do my research on it, understand the ingredients, if it's a product, how it's designed to work on the skin, um, look at some case studies, and I do the exact same thing for devices. And then I will try it myself. Um, and then I'll kind of find out where I feel like the need is in the clinic. But look, Vampire Facial, I have had it done. Um, I am a huge fan and I'm so excited to be able to offer this into the clinic for my clients. I think it's an absolute game changer and it's been very, very supportive to other modalities that we offer in the clinic as well. Um, I've had now two. Oh, so yeah. Yes. But the vampire um, facial, is that, um, so that's PRP. Yes. And are you having that injected into your face or are you having it with the, the derma, the needling? Needling. Um, so there's two techniques. There's the vampire facial, um, where we're still, still using the PRP or PRF, um, and that's needled into the skin. Um, the vampire face lift is where it's actually injected into the skin as well as then needled onto the skin as well. Oh, um, in one one sitting? Yes, correct. So vampire facelift is excellent for those clients that are noticing loss of volume, um, you know, extreme, you know, lines, wrinkles, real aging, sagging of the skin, um, darkness under the eyes, those real hollows that can tend to develop as we get yeah. older. Yeah, it's extremely good for that. Um, so vampire facelift is a technique where it is basically injected, the PRP or PRF, into the skin 
And it hits not only um, to stimulate the growth factors to produce collagen, elastin, endothelial, um, vascular, the fibroblast, all those beautiful growth factors that we need, but it also helps to um, multiply the fat cells. So if you are noticing a loss of volume, that PRP that's injected with the vampire facelift will help to give you that beautiful youthfulness and that rounded look to your face. So you know how we're... You know, people have been going more towards injectables and looking at filler to create volume. You can actually do that with a vampire facelift, but using your own juicy nutrients. Yeah, and more natural because I I think Friendly. it is very, very rare to see somebody with filler that doesn't look like they've had filler. And forgive me for saying this, but I'm going to say it because I'm as subtle as a brick. Whenever, <laughs> whenever you go to, or us as professionals, I guess, go to the conferences, <laughs> You know what I'm going to say, don't you? I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> you can often, not always, but often spot the injectable clinics or the people that work at the injectable clinics because they're walking about with big cheeks, big lips. You know, I know people that their face has doubled in size because of the amount widened, because the amount of, of filler that they have had. You know, and I'm, I'm looking at people thinking, oh, my God, you look like a freak. And they're like, look at me. I've got no wrinkles. I look great. And I'm like, hmm. I think we live in a bubble when you work in the aesthetics industry and what looks normal to us doesn't look normal in the real world. And I think that any filler, it's very unusual. You have to have an exceptionally skilled practitioner to be able to inject filler to make it look natural because it right. just, whenever somebody has their lips done, it looks like they've had filler in their lips. They've got filled lips. Um, there's no denying it. They look like they've had filler in their their cheeks. Um, most men, you can tell when they've had filler in the jaw. Not always, but most of the time you go, well, that's an unusually angled jaw. Didn't have that last week. So I do think you have to be very, very careful with filler. And I do think that um, it does have its tie, it does have its place and it can be used and it can look incredible, but it can also look very artificial and I've also myself tried it I've had it around the eyes um, with disastrous consequences Um, you can actually see the filler they tried to highlight it I've now got an actual indentation around the eye which I'm pretty gutted about I need to now go and have something like PRP to try and fix it all up Um, so I think you've got to be really careful who you go to and and what you have done and I do think um, there are options out there that aren't filler that probably will give a more natural a natural look such as the PRP so for somebody like myself who now has got these like hollows around the eye would I be having the vampire lift or the vampire facial I'd go more with the vampire face lift um and firstly to clarify this is not a surgical procedure where you're basically cutting and lifting skin What we're trying to do is enhance our own natural aging process and enhance our beauty. Um, And the vampire facelift, um, because it's injecting that beautiful PRP or PRF into the skin, you're creating that volume naturally. So for anyone that's noticing the hollows under the eyes, which naturally does happen as we get older, the bones recede, we lose our volume, um, you know, anything like that going on, nasolabial folds, any wrinkles, lines, all of that PRP would be brilliant for. You can even have, there's a technique called vampire breast lift, 
which we are also offering now in the clinic as well. So same technique. Um, you're offering it into the cleavage area. So if you're starting to notice that area losing that bit of fat, the skin starts to thin, um, you want to basically create that more youthful cleavage um, back than the, the same thing, the PRP is injected. The rejuvenation anyone... around this area. Yeah, rejuvenation. You can do it on the decolletage. Um, if you've lost sensation in your nipples, you know, if you've had a breast augmentation, um, you can do the PRP in the nipple area and it, it stimulates that, um, you know, sensation back as well so there's so many use uses for prp and the beauty about it is is that it's using our own juicy nutrients you know it's a natural treatment to have done to age beautifully and naturally as well your skin is looking really um juicy and you don't have any hollowing around the eye area in your opinion because i haven't had prp done and i think on the last podcast i mentioned i was contraindicated which i'm working towards trying not to be contraindicated i'm trying to get my, <laughs> i'm trying to get my platelet levels back up um but when you have prp compared to something like um remodeling so i'm going to say profilo yeah i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say that but anyway um how do the results compare well, Profilo is the brand bio remodeling is the is the technique yeah no no i know that but how did how did the results Compared with PRP, yep. it's very different because what you're stimulating with PRP, you're not stimulating with bioremodeling. Bioremodeling is um, essentially a non-cross-linked hyaluronic acid. So it yep. creates that ground substance, right? PRP will do that. It helps to thicken up the extracellular matrix. It still helps to create that, but it does a lot of other things. Um, you know, stimulating those growth factors, the stem cells, you've got the multiplication of the fat cell as well. You're creating an overall youthfulness to the skin and rejuvenation, collagen, elastin, um, vascularity. It helps with the wound healing. It's anti-inflammatory. Um, so for inflammatory skin conditions such as um, melasma, it's brilliant for. Um, so there's a lot of um, other benefits that you're going to get with PRP that you're not going to get with bioremodeling. When you've had the treatment, so you know after because um, we both love the the bio remodeling, the the profilo that yes. makes the skin look really like moisturized and yes. hydrated and plump and dewy, it's fantastic. And there's a place um, for that, yes. And you can really see a difference when somebody's had it. I I find, especially in the slightly more mature skin, and a somebody in their twenties, they're not really going to see it see a difference. I don't think. Um, but when the skin's a little bit thinner, you want that hydration the bioremodeling and they say it also helps with long-term you know with collagen um full results after three months yes the skin looks really hydrated and just juicy so the results that you get from the bioremodeling and the profilo are great you look juicy and plump the results that you get looking because most people want to know what they're going to look like right um so i want to look hydrated and plump and juicy what do you look like after prp and how long does it take to get the results you'll see you'll feel a tightness straight away um you feel that tightness in the skin almost instantly um but the long-term effects of that come later um and as we know collagen takes time to remodel so you see the benefits of prp you know i guess i would have seen the most benefit from my treatment about six weeks later, right. but it's continuing to improve. So I've now had my second 
Um, and that's the vampire facial, not the facelift. I want to try the facelift next. Um, but I would have said I probably saw the best results about six weeks after my treatment. Yeah. Right. And what did you see? Plumpness um, um, and, and much more even colour, a more beautiful, healthy undertone. Yep. Um, yeah, natural skin colour, hydrated, just looked really fresh. Yep. Um, yeah, very different to other treatments. Look, skin needs everything, right? We, we need everything. There's no one treatment that's going to do everything for you because there's some incredible devices out there that, you know, really help to shrink and tighten and lift skin, you know. But I feel like PRP slides in beautifully, especially if you are having those treatments like Morpheus um, or plasma that we're going to talk about next. You know, it will help to elevate the results from those other modalities. Yes. And we're using sure. our own juicy nutrients. Great for the neck. Um, you know, you can do it anywhere on the body. You can do it for hair restoration. You know, you can encourage hair growth now for people that are noticing hair loss. Um, you know, obviously take into account, you know, genetics and a lot of those variables, but um, so results will vary from person to person, but it, it's incredible what you can do to rejuvenate the skin. So I would say the profilo, the bioremodeling is more like injecting a moisturizer into your skin. Yeah. That's probably the way I would like, it's more like, think of it like instead of using a topical hyaluronic serum, it just goes a bit deeper and it is more glowy and hydrated. Whereas the PRP is more rejuvenating. Correct. You're getting that overall rejuvenation that our skin needs from a functional point of view, wound healing, anti-inflammatory, growth factors, stem cells, um, you know, that multiplication of the fat cell, like I said, so you're getting that youthfulness, that beautiful shape back. And it's all your own goodies. All your own juicy nutrients. And the other thing as well, with the bioremodeling and profilo, you can't have it around the eye area. Um, because it travels and it can cause puffiness yeah. around the eyes. Whereas with the PRP, that's a great alternative to have around the eyes. So, oh, watch your space. I might be having. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need that to might try. Be my next treatment to try PRP yeah. around the eyes. Come to Adelaide and try it. We'll do it for you in the clinic. Awesome. So, yeah. talk me through the treatment then. So, you had the vampire facial. This is the one Kim Kardashian was promoting yes. a couple of years ago wasn't it yeah um talk me through the processes in having the blood taken numbing all of that okay um so we're a licensed clinic for vampire facial as you know so the process basically we ask the client prior to treatment to get a blood test um we want to make sure that you've got good quality platelets um and also have a bit of a consultation discussion around diet and, you know, any supplements or medication that you may be taking. Smokers as well um, will notice a little bit of uh, um, not so many, uh, a faster result. They won't notice such a quick result with their skin with smokers, unfortunately. But we yeah. go through a thorough consult. A full treatment. Yeah, that's right. Um, making sure we've got a full blood, a full blood count prior to treatment. And then if everything is okay, the client comes in nurse takes your blood um, and then it's put into a machine called a centrifuge where it separates the plasma from yep. the, yep, and then um, it's basically needled into the skin. Yep. So, But, but with, when you're actually having the treatment, do yes. you, you're numbed or not? Um, when we needle in, into the skin, we don't numb, no, but with the facelift we do because it's obviously injected in, yeah. So you cleanse the face and you put the plasma, you, you put it on the face and then do the needling. Yeah, so uh, for anyone that's doing needling, obviously where you're always using an infusion, a sterile infusion um, at the time, so you're applying the infusion topically and then needling it in. 
Yeah, but in this case, we're using the PRP. So you're applying the PRP with a syringe and then you're needling it in on the top. And do you just leave it there or do you finish massage off? It in. We massage it in, yeah. So it, once we've needled it in, if there's any extra left in the syringe, we massage it in everywhere and that's all you do. You just leave the client and, and let that do its thing. Right, and you don't put anything else on. How long do you have to leave your skin like that for? Look, we say 12 to 24 hours, so depending on the time of the treatment and then, you know, after that time then they can start going into using their aftercare. Um, we recommend um, there's an antioxidant serum or product that Vampire Facial um, recommends um, or you can use whatever aftercare product you use post-needling. It's it's um, up to the discretion of the clinic really and the clinician. But, um, yeah, it's you'll see the results pretty instantly. Amazing. And yeah. you have two of those, how long apart between each treatment? Four weeks. Right. Oh. Yeah. So had, how long have I not spoken to you for? <laughs> oh, it's, actually, I think this one might have been about six weeks, actually. Um, but, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I <laughs> um, But, look, I thoroughly recommend it. Um, and for anyone, and as you know, in my clinic, I'm always looking for something that is more working with our own body to help with healthy aging. You know, we want to encourage our own bottles, uh, body's yeah. natural rejuvenation and healing as much as we can. Um, and that's why I feel like PRP does that for us because we're essentially using our own nutrients. There's always going to be a place for things like bioremodeling because I think that has a lot of benefits. Um, I'm very excited now to hear that doctors um, and nurses are steering away from the over-injected look with filler. I'm really happy about that because there was a time that people were very over-injected um, mm -hmm. and they looked nothing like they used to when they first went and had the treatment done for the first time. It was well, scary. Come to Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work there, so I know. Don't worry. <laughs> crazy. Sydney is crazy. Yeah. I think people forget, um, you know, you've got to always look back at your original photograph. You forget what you used to look like and you want to be able to have the benefits of these modalities, but you want to still look untreated. You don't want to look treated. You know, if you're having it done, there's a place for it for sure, but go as natural as possible and that's where it comes down to choosing the right injector that's for you. Mm -hmm. um, how you said that you had the filler done under your eyes, I've seen some pretty nasty cases of that on some of my clients that have had it done um, by people that aren't experienced enough in that area. So, yeah, I, I think, think it, in, even if they are experienced, it's a very hard area to treat for it to yeah. be natural because you can usually see the filler. And it's also quite a dangerous area to be treating as well. Um, yeah. So I think that the PRP is a, a fantastic option as an alternative to do that um, because, you know, eyes obviously are a concern for people as we age. Totally. Yeah. Um, the hollows, I guess, are one. Um, of the most common concerns for clients that I get in the clinic around the eye area that are starting to notice signs of aging, um, those little bags under the eyes, the hollows under the eyes. So PRP is an excellent alternative to be able to offer to clients without going, going down the road of filler. People are genuinely scared of filler as well. Um, that they're scared. They are scared. It's it's kind of the last resort. So if there's something that's around that is going to offer a more natural, healthy alternative. I think people will definitely go for it. Filler comes with risk. You can get occlusions. You can get yeah. 
blocked arteries you can get you know and filler is bone you know people say oh it breaks down but sometimes it does sometimes it just migrates and it moves so there are people that have filler under the eyes and then it drops and they get these these baggies under under the eye area some people will have you know a bleph under the eye to lift the bag but then there's also risks of obviously with that sometimes you can get that sort of hound dog pulled yeah area so if there is a natural alternative then I think that's a that's a great way to go definitely yeah and good for men and women as well it's not um doesn't discriminate so it's good for everybody and obviously, as you know, you can there's the O shot as well, so you can have the PRP down on the on your intimate area and see a lot of benefits with that as well. <laughs> there's no pain. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'll just leave that area alone. <laughs> leave that area. Uh, look, I'm at this stage in my life. I'm just worried about the neck up. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's got their own concerns, you know. Um, but yeah, I you think- always have to bring it back to the vagina. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. I can't. I can't. I just think, yeah, I think it's amazing. I so think the whole PRP, PRF is just amazing. Bringing it back up to this area, <laughs> um, I've been trialling a treatment and it's called the cold plasma treatment. Now, I first heard about this treatment or I first saw about this treatment online and I saw, I think it was... Um, therapist in the states actually doing a before and after and I was like oh my god what was that treatment that was incredible and it really looked rejuvenation around the jawline in particular I thought oh my god that's incredible results what was it um and it was a cold plasma treatment and then I'm like "Mm, cold plasma treatment what is that I've never heard of it before so I I still to this day don't really know very I still don't quite understand it to be honest with you um but anyway, as you know, I've been having the fairy dust treatment at Bellamy's yes. clinic, which I really love, which is using the the laser treatment, um, non-invasive laser. And sure enough, they do the cold plasma treatment. Uh-huh. And they said, right, well, we'll start you on the cold plasma treatment. So the cold plasma treatment is basically using plasma, which again, I couldn't get my head around because I'm thinking plasma as in blood plasma. Ah, yeah. Right? And it's not that type of plasma. It's plasma as a state of matter. So this is now getting really like, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Plasma as a state of matter. So plasma is the fourth state of matter. We've got solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. So plasma is basically an electrically charged gas. Um, They use cold atmospheric pressure, basically. It's like a little pen that they use that discharges plasma I guess yes and I'm thinking this can't work this must be a gimmick so I've done a little bit of research on it and there is use in dermatology for what they call CAP cold atmospheric pressure using plasma um particularly in wound healing yes for wound healing um and also there's some really interesting studies and potentially like exciting studies on things like uh, atopic dermatitis and psoriasis as well and that's because it's actually helping with the recovery of the skin barrier quite fantastically yeah okay um and it's I thought well how does it do that um so basically they've got this little pen that's emitting like a gas and it's not painful 
at all. You don't really feel anything. You just feel this pen going over your face. And they're, they're focusing on areas of, with me, it was around my, my lower face and around my eye area um, for skin rejuvenation. So what it's doing, it's helping with skin rejuvenation, skin barrier, it's helping with wound healing, wound healing. But it's thought that this plasma, if you like, um, is is changing the the lipid in the skin to enhance the skin barrier. And it's doing that by changing um gases, if you like, carbon and oxygen and, and nitrogen counts. So it is actually doing something mm-hmm. um it's also thought to be helping with wound healing by stimulating cell rejuvenation and it's helping with things like um cell signal transduction so it is actually working on a biochemical level within the skin because having the treatment done it really doesn't hurt so i'm used to treatments in a way no pain, no gain, and it, it's going to hurt and it's going to do something. This didn't. It felt really relaxing to the point I thought, this, this can't be doing anything. So I started researching it. Um, and it's all to do with basically it, it's a real science behind it, oxygen and nitrogen and electrons, and it, it's changing the chemistry in the skin. Um, I also thought, well, how is it actually helping with the skin rejuvenation? And it's actually apparently according to studies, helping to inhibit integrin or the integrin receptors on the cell surface. Um, and what that's actually doing, it's helping with the extracellular matrix, so adhesion to the extracellular matrix, which basically helps with cell communication mm-hmm. and rejuvenation. So it's really, really quite a fascinating treatment really meant to be showing beneficial um, promise in the area of skin rejuvenation and wound healing. So it's definitely a treatment I would recommend for someone for wound healing, for scar tissue. Um, After the first treatment, so you lie there cleansed, they put this little pen on you that you really don't feel very much at all. There's a gel and a pen, Um, very slight tingle, a very slight metallic taste in the mouth, which would make sense because it's um, working on the cellular chemistry, if you like, but not uncomfortable at all to the point where I was like, oh, this isn't really doing very much um, than, a, than a mask. After the first treatment, I didn't really notice much of a difference. And then when I went back a couple of weeks later, I said, oh, I, I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't see much of a difference. So we really need to have you come in at least twice a week for about four to six weeks. Let's do a couple a week and really amp it up. Mm-hmm. So I've now had three treatments and doing two a week. And then at the weekend, or well, yeah, Friday, I think it was, because we're Sunday today, Dave, my husband, and he never comments on my skin. He said, wow, you're looking really pretty. I was like, oh, I'll take that. Oh. <laughs> because, um, your skin's looking really young and fresh. Um, and I can definitely see a difference, particularly around the nasolabial folds. It looks softer. Um, my skin just feels a bit like you were saying with the PRP, more sort of healthy and colour and rejuvenated. I can definitely see a difference. But for him to actually notice my skin, the only time he notices my skin 
is when the Botox has kicked in. And he'll go, oh, you look younger, you look pretty. This time he said it and the Botox hadn't kicked in. He goes, oh, your skin's looking really good. You're looking really young and fresh. Um, and I can notice a difference. Now, is it going to give me an effect of a facelift and lift up my jowls? Because I do have a bit of a turkey neck. I do, I'm not expecting that to go. I know that the only thing to get rid of that would be a facelift. But my skin definitely feels more rejuvenated and um, younger. So I am actually quite a fan of this treatment and I'm actually really quite fascinated by it and what it could actually do. Um, it feels like if you've ever had galvanic, I don't know if you've ever worked with galvanic, it feels like that. So very, very slight tingle, um, slight metallic taste in the mouth, um, no really redness or downtime. But my skin is now beginning. It feels like everything's big, the wound healing and the rejuvenation's kicking off and my skin feels really good so I'm only into my third or fourth treatment I've got another one tomorrow morning I'm sort of aiming for one to two a week um but I'm really excited to see the results of this because I I'm strangely surprised at the results okay interesting so in comparison to other treatments that you've had done where do you feel like this fits in so I'm very wary of things like the skin tightening treatments mm -hmm. because for me, I lost a lot of fat. Mm -hmm. um, I got hollowing here and I got hollowing and that's sort of under the cheekbones if you're not watching on YouTube and I got hollowing on the, the temples. That could also be technique though. Absolutely. And we, we've spoken about that. But my issue is a lot of practitioners don't have the right technique. They just do the same thing on everyone, don't understand the skin thickness. Yeah. There's also quite a bit of a buzz on social media at the moment as well about the younger generation having too many of these skin tightening treatments and they're looking aged because they're melting all their fat too. And as I've mentioned before, you know, look at Kylie Jenner, look at those people, they look way older than they actually are. They've had too much. They've had too much tightening and too much filler and they, they, they've lost that youthfulness and the curves of of the face yes so, thing. that is definitely a thing I think it's almost like a bit of um it's fatigue almost if you think about it they've lost too much fat on the face yeah. um yeah. and so I am wary of the skin tightening treatments I really am um the the bio remodeling the profile I like it's like a plumping and a hydration I haven't yet tried the PRP this one, I would say it is, it's like rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. It feels rejuvenated and more, more healthy and glowing. So I wouldn't say it's plumping. It's more revitalized. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, that does make sense. It looks more revitalized. I've also been going hell for leather with the Vitasol and the smoothies and my diet's been I might like to say quite incredible. It's it's usually pretty good, but I've really um, sort of taking all the powders and really getting the plants in and I'm really working on my iron levels because they've been very low, they're naturally very low. So that's probably helping as well. Of course, yeah. Um, but I've noticed more. It, it feels sort of firmer and rejuvenated. Okay. How long are the results meant to last? When do you see the results of this treatment? You almost see the results almost straight away, actually. So even mm -hmm. after the treatment, it looks more hydrated and more rejuvenated. Um, but again, because you're working at a cellular level, stimulating everything, the results get better over time. 
how long it lasts, I don't actually know. Okay. <laughs> um, I presume it's the case of like all treatments, once you stop having it done, there's only a certain amount of time before you need the next one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like everything. Yeah, like everything. Um, yeah. So I, I wouldn't say it's a it's a long-term result, but, you know, the, the wound, I mean, let's say if you were going for wound healing, let's say you had scar tissue, for instance, then that's going to be long-term results, right, because you've rejuvenated and you've minimised the, the, the scarring. So I would say even after things like plastic surgery scarring, whether it's skin cancer removal or whether it's, um, you know, facial surgery, I think it would be fantastic for that because it's really rejuvenating and healing. Definitely. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Mm. I'm not convinced. I have to see it. I have to understand it more. Mm. Um, I think because it's a new thing or newish for me, um, I'm trying to get my head around how it actually works. Yeah. In the skin. Yeah. And that's what I was struggling with. And I'm still strugg struggling, a little, struggling a little bit with it. Yeah. Um, but it it is actually helping. I just, the, the name plasma really throws me because I can't get my head around it. Yes. But it does, when you actually look at the science behind it and you actually look at the research behind it, it is actually working. It, it's to do, you know, atoms and chemistry in the skin. It, yeah, it actually, it's really... Yeah. It is actually really doing some things. So that's quite interesting. Negative and positive ions and all of that. You know, so it actually is working on the the way the cells work in the skin, the chemistry of the skin. It's really quite interesting. So helping with the wound healing. So I was really impressed with it. And I didn't think I would be, because honestly, after the first treatment, I thought, oh, this is another thing that you'd spend a lot of money on and it's not going to do anything. But I would say compared to say M face that I had, I I think this feels a lot more rejuvenated. Okay. So yeah, it would be a completely different treatment as well. But you yeah. said but for you the results you would have seen instantly with this one in comparison to M face. Yeah. yeah. Just feels like it what I would say though, it definitely is doing something because I'm very sensitive to anything that changes my immune system. So, for instance, if I ever have Botox, I know about five days after having Botox, my immune system kicks in. I can feel it, right? So I'll get, I'll get a sore throat or it feels a bit scratchy. Mm -hmm. um, and when you have those more intensive treatments, some even skin needling, for instance, they can um, obviously affect the, the immune response in the skin. Of course, yeah. And I can feel when that that's kicking in because I, I notice it like in my glands and things like that. So I definitely noticed after the um, plasma treatment, my immune system was kicking off a little bit. Okay. Meaning I guess it's doing sense. stuff. Yeah, I guess that would make sense um, considering the type of treatment that it is. It's stimulating an immune response, So, but you're just more sensitive to that. I'm just probably, when I say sensitive, I'm more in tune. I, know, I can feel more, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can feel that kicking off. So I, I know that's that's working. Um, you know, even a, a peel can stimulate the the immune response of the skin. So oh, yeah. nothing unusual. Um, so there's a lot of new treatments out there. There's another treatment called spicules. I don't know if you've heard of the spicule Ooh, treatment. Um, might be doing um a review on that later, but that's a treatment that is meant to be like 
skin needling, but more intense. And it's a natural version of skin treatment, uh, skin needling, where it's a use of spicules and spicules are meant to come from an algae or like a sponge. It's like little shards of glass. Yes, yes. You know, like the little hairs on a cactus. It's like a lot of those broken up that are rubbed into the skin. They then kind of get stuck in the skin. It feels like shards of glass on your skin. And what it's doing, it's encouraging skin rejuvenation. That sounds like um, the green peel. Have you had that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've had, I haven't had the green peel, but I've had a similar treatment. I think it was with cosmetics when I was, oh, yeah. I used to be a trainer for them and we were oh, yeah. people in the green pill. Similar. Um, and I think it's really comes down to the amount of spicules that are used in these products. So the green peel, the other peels that have got them, um, there are products now available online that have got less of it and they're being used as home treatments. So it's the amount of spicules that are used and what other ingredients are used as to how much rejuvenation and some will cause more peeling than others, depending um, also what is mixed with them. So I think we're going to see more spicule treatments coming out as well, but there are products online. My only concern is, you know, once it goes to the masses and once it goes out there to the consumer, like we've got now all these really active products that are going out to the teens and they're using really strong peels. You know, you've got the ordinary with their strong peels that girls are using and peeling their skin off. And I know there's a big thing about drunk elephant at the moment and people using too many acids and all of that type of stuff. And ultimately it comes down to usage and knowing how to use a product, but stronger isn't better. And I think once this becomes popular, that might then get out there and people start really rubbing away at their skin and causing more harm than good. But the idea of it is about skin rejuvenation and it's a more natural way and it's more intensive than skin needling. I remember when I had the green peel done and it does feel like shards of glass. Um, When I went to bed that night, if I turned my head and it touched the pillow, I was in absolute agony. (laughs) So I remember how, yeah, you can overdo it with these types of treatments, definitely, especially if they're available for home use. Um, Just be very careful with that. Um, If you are using these types of products at home, don't overdo it. Less, you know, less is always more. And these these treatments making a comeback, but I would definitely say professional use only, even if you can buy them online, because if you've got the spicules in your eye, you're in big trouble. Totally, yeah. It's like getting acid in your eye. You just don't want that to happen. So I would say save that for the professional, but that might be something we're seeing more of. There's a lot of new ingredients coming out as well that I think we'll be seeing more of. And the buzzword at the moment seems to be cellular senescence. Yes. Um, so new skincare ingredients that are helping with cellular or prevent cellular senescence. So basically with aging, the cells get, get lazy and sort of sluggish um, and we want to prevent that. So there are now certain peptides, certain botanical ingredients that can actually help with skin rejuvenation um, I mean, really, I think one of the things with the going back to Vitasol with the internals, that was one of the things we were helping to support and a good healthy diet with plant foods can help um, because when you get the right foods and the right plant compounds, they're actually helping activate your own cellular rejuvenation and your own cellular antioxidant 
and your own cellular, what we call autophagy, so clearing out the debris of the cells so you don't get cellular senescence when you get like these zombie cells that are just like useless and make the skin look dull and and useless. So I think we're going to see more of, of that type of thing now because we've all seen the skin barrier. You know, everyone was all about skin barrier Everyone was all about microbiome. Those marketing companies now are looking for new things to promote. So now it's sort of menopausal skin products, which aren't anything new. It's all just anti-aging, but with a, a new name on. And products of cellular senescence, which are, you know, basically skin rejuvenation, really. Funny you brought that up because I only saw that on Instagram again today. Um, there was a, an influencer talking about it and she was doing this um, this whole big, you know, Instagram post on it. And I'm thinking, isn't this what we already talk about anyway? Isn't this about us retraining the body and helping the body to function and behave better as a whole? And it's like you said, it's just another marketing tool that people are grasping onto because it's something newish, but it's not really, (laughs) you know? Yeah, that's it. It's it's newish, but it's not really. I mean, I've always been about, you know, and as you know, with the Vitasol, NRF2 activation, it's all about, you know, giving the cells what they need to do their own thing. And it's the same you and I, our philosophy in skincare is give your skin cells the um, the ingredients they need to do their own thing rather than doing anything too harsh. We're sort of optimising our own cellular health, if you like. So it's the same thing, really, but it's just yeah. all packaged and marketed differently. Marketed differently, that's right, correct. Yeah, mm. it's interesting, isn't it? But um, the industry itself is always evolving. We're always looking for new ways to, you know, stay healthy and age healthy I think if we always bring it back down to the basics that are the most important things, those fundamentals that keep us aging really well, um, you know, quality lifestyle, diet, all the things that we talk about at every podcast um, just makes us more aware of the things that are just a marketing tool, you know? Absolutely. But any new things that are out there, as long as I feel that they're safe to try, I will try them. Don't you worry. (laughs) So you can always get you can always get the the um the lowdown from us because I do think it's important if we're talking about them to try them um so that we can talk about what we do and what we what we don't like. Yeah, if there's any new devices, I'm always looking for things that are going to improve results and faster results, less downtime, natural aging. They're the things that I generally tend to focus on, healthy aging. So yeah, I'll always try anything that covers all of those. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to see your PRP vampire facial updates to see yeah. how, how more glowing you get. I'm <laughs> I'm right in the middle of my course of the cold plasma treatment. So, so far I am really pleased with it, but I'm, I'm really excited to see the results long-term because obviously it hasn't been long enough to stimulate my own collagen. That makes mm-hmm. sense. So yeah. I am quite, quite keen to see how we go. So I will keep you updated. Yeah, how many more treatments do you have, Fiona? I'm not sure. I'm just going with what they're telling me to do, but I would imagine it's it's a good three or four treatments. Yeah, I'd love to see the changes in your skin. You took a photograph? Yep. Cool. Excellent. But, but I, it is definitely looking better around the jawline here. Yeah, yeah. You do look quite sharp, I must say that. Um, But if my husband noticed, it's definitely doing something. <laughs> Well, I look forward to speaking to you, Rose, on the next podcast. Most definitely. Looking forward to it.